Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love with Rihanna Milne, where we show you how to have the positive mindset for success in all life areas so you can grow beyond difficult transitions and evolve from those challenging moments that may have influenced your past but will not define your future. It's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve as we teach you the exact skills needed to attract and keep a lasting, emotionally healthy and conscious relationship. Now, please welcome your host, certified life dating and relationship coach, trauma professional, and best-selling author, Rihanna Milne. Hello, everyone. Welcome to show 32 of Lessons in Life and Love. We are switching the topic. We did three very informative parenting weeks, and they were also backed up with daily Alexa reports. So we are now switching over to business, creating your dream business. And tonight we have a feature interview with John Lee Dumas of EO Fire Podcast, which stands for Entrepreneur on Fire, where he makes every entrepreneur ignite with their passion in business. I had the pleasure of having JLD as my podcast coach for a year and he was kind enough to do an interview with me. So I will be playing that tonight after the break. I'm Coach Rihanna Milne, known as a life and love transformation expert and I'm on a mission to change the way the world loves and I hope you, my listeners, my angels of love and my love transformers will help me spread the word on how to have conscious loving and respectful relationships. No matter your age, whether a man or a woman, straight or LGBT, or if you're single or in an exclusive relationship, there's something for everyone. The main goal is to have the life you desire and the love relationship that you deserve. If you want to meet with me personally, then do apply for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session just by going to my website, rihannamilne.com. Sign up for it and tell me your story and let me see how I can help you. Remember to listen to all my past shows on my podcast website, lessonsinlifeandlove.com to get an education that builds your knowledge in life and love skills. You can also listen every day on Alexa Flash Briefs. Again, tomorrow I start a couple of weeks of Alexa's on business as well. You can find this podcast on many of the apps that are out there like iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeart, Spreaker, Google Music, and other favorite apps. So if you hear something you know will benefit a friend or a loved one, be sure to be an angel of love and share that show link and leave a comment and a five-star rating for me. I would truly appreciate that. That's what us podcasters work for. Today's show is being brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audio book with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rihanna and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title and start listening today. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rihanna. I want to start out tonight because we're talking about business, and this is something I have done my entire life, creating businesses on my own with no help, no loans, just a dream. And this is from the book, Always Believe in Yourself and Your Dreams. It's a Blue Mountain Arts collection. And I pick up really cool books. Whenever I see one, I just get it and use it for myself and then for something like this. This is by Joseph Appel, A-P-P-E-L. It says, visualize achieving your goal. You want a better position than you now have in business, a better and fuller place in life. All right, think of that better place and you in it as already existing. From the mental image, 
Keep on thinking of that higher position. Keep the image constantly before you and know you will not suddenly be transported into the higher job, but you will find that you are preparing yourself to occupy the better position in life, in your body, your energy, your understanding, your heart. They will all grow up to meet the job. And when you are ready after hard work, after perhaps years of preparation, you will get the job and the higher place in life. I like that. I thought that was pretty cool. That's what we teach. We teach the mindset for success, right? Let's see how this works in business. I call it creating your dream business. I always like to start out by teaching this topic with going through the seven D's. Now, they were always the five D's. I write about the five D's in my book, which was a lesson that my father taught me when I was a teenager. He always said, "Hun, if you have the five D's, you can do anything. And through the years, I lived by this motto and worked by this motto and created several businesses from just a dream. But I added two other words and they fit in the front and then the back end of this list. One of the new words I added was decide. And decide is really important. Once you make this decision with your heart, mind and soul to do something, then your soul and your psyche want to follow up. And this is what I also say to clients who choose to work with me. I said, the first step you have to do is just decide and everything else comes after. And once you make the decision, everything else comes a little bit easier. Decision is huge. And I want to put that out there as a first word. If you decide you want a certain job, a certain position, or to start a new business, start with deciding to do it and declare it to the world. Second is the desire. The desire might have been burning in you as a low flame for a long time. The desire's been there. Ever since I was a kid, I was reading Psychology Today magazine, so I knew I wanted to be a coach and a counselor. That in teen magazine, because I was modeling since the age of 12. But I always love to watch and read about how people behave and why they do what they do. That desire to be a counselor and to help was born inside me, and that desire was always there and it still is there many, many years later. That desire should be something that's been burning in you for a while. Dedication to the project, that's the next D. Being dedicated to do whatever it takes to make the topic or the business come to fruition. And that's not always easy to get from A to Z, but if you're dedicated, you keep pushing away at it one day, one goal at a time. And in my goal setting system, we did a whole class on that, a whole podcast. Make sure you go to let lessonsinlifeandlove.com to look at all the archives. One class builds on top of another. The dedication is also wrapped around the daily goals, the weekly goals, the monthly goals. You're dedicated to setting three goals a day, reaching them, and then reaching your three to six goals for the week, and then reading the bigger goals for the month, and so on. That's part of dedication. Determination. This comes into play when you are really determined to do what you want to do, no matter how many deltas you have. I remember when I lived in Erie, PA, it's very much a blue collar town, and I wanted to open a model and talent agency. So many people said, it will never go. It's a blue collar town. People don't model here. And I said, you don't know my concept. I am determined to make this work. I was modeling for several photographers. I'm from Philadelphia. They loved what I knew about modeling. I used to teach modeling at a major modeling school that's national as a teenager. And I said, I can do this. I'm determined to do it. I opened up with my first month's rent, nothing more. 
determination and a dream. That's what I had. Ten years later, it bought me a beautiful home for my kids very early on within the first year and a half. It bought me a second home that I totally rehabbed, and that was my new model and talent agency, photo studio, and school. I was devoted to the project, and devotion is the next D. Devotion also to me, and how I like to teach it, is tied to spirituality. I am devoted. I am also an interfaith minister. So devotion of faith and the faith that I can do something is really important. If I get scared or I can't find a way out, I will pray. I will meditate for God to give me those answers. So the devotion piece is to have the faith to keep on going when you're a little scared, turn it over due to your faith and you'll get the answers in the direction that you need. Fourth, one of my father's five D's was dare to dream, which was always always beautiful. I said, honey, dare to dream big and just go for it. I love that. Dream what you want, because if you don't dream, you'll never get there. The dream is really important to have. That's the fire in your soul. That's the dream that you're not going to give up on, no matter how many doubt you or put you down or call you crazy, or you'll never do this. It's just that dream is there. And if you believe in it, that's all who has to believe in it. You and your prayers to God, that's all you need to believe in the dream. It would be nice if your family and siblings and closest friends support you, but they always won't or they always don't believe you can reach it. A lot of times you are alone in that dream and that's okay because if you're really focused, that dream can come together. And the last D that I added was drive. There's so many times when I was building my online school to go from a simple therapy practice and I had one for 14 years called Therapy by the Sea in New Jersey at Harvard Township. Then I moved down to Delray Beach and had it there for three years also called Therapy by the Sea. That office was a box with no windows. And by about a year in, I'm starting to get anxious. I'm tired. I can't see nature. I'm like, this is not what I moved to Florida for. I'm going to make a move. I got to pray on this and meditate on this and see what it is I'm going to do. And when I decided to go global, it's not easy from going to a local therapy practice to global and getting out there and calling myself only a coach. I had to decide that I was no longer going to be that psychotherapist in private practice and take insurance. I decided I was going to be that certified coach. I got certified 2009 and 10 in teaching life and love issues for both singles and couples. And I was slowly building my program. I mean, the first part of it was writing Live Beyond Your Dreams, 328 pages. That was about the mindset for success. And then part two is I needed a good book on love. So I did all the research around love that ended up in that 400 page book, Love Beyond Your Dreams, break free of toxic relationships to have the love you deserve. And that's when I went through my personal transformation of somebody that totally ruined our relationship. And I had to figure out what he had. And that's when the childhood trauma research came into play. And I said, oh my God, I need to teach people this. Nobody knows this. I didn't learn this in my triple master's program in psychology. I've never read about this. Now there was work done on trauma, but trauma and health and trauma and the brain and trauma and how 
it affects you in illnesses over the years, yes, but not trauma and how it affects you in future love relationships. So that's my specialty area. The drive to get that message out there globally from being in a small office, that D named drive, I felt very, very much after 12, 14 hour days, seven days a week, building my online school called the Life and Love Training Academy, where people can just sign on to this wonderful automated process of education. It didn't happen overnight. And JLD, John Lee Dumas says that also about his success. It doesn't happen overnight. People make it look easy, but we are chopping away at it behind the scenes. You know, I've been a counselor, 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 and behind the scenes on weekends, I'm writing my books or developing my programs or doing the research for 10, 12, 14 hour days that say, oh my God, I love this. This has got to be part of my program. That's the kind of drive that make people successful. The seven Ds are very, very essential when you're thinking of maybe creating your own business. I wanted to start off there. Number two, if you're going to apply for a job that you really want, I'm going to go into that first and then I'm going to segue back into creating the job of your dreams. So let's talk about those people that are in a job, they hate it, they really don't want to create their own business, they kind of like that security of that paycheck every week. And I did experience that when I worked in the schools as a SAC counselor, I had my weekly check. And when you are an entrepreneur, you don't have that weekly check. All you can count on is your own drive and determination, the seven Ds to get you income. And you never know when it's gonna come. You have to be comfortable with that. When I was building my businesses, I always had something else on the side. At one time, I had five businesses going to bring income in while I was building the main one. So one was a psychotherapist. I was an interfaith minister. I was a writer for a newspaper. I had a column called By the Sea Singles. I had By the Sea Professional Networking Group. I had singles parties twice a month. I forget what the last one was. I mean, but I was constantly creating new businesses to support the dream business that I had to be patient with and build all the programs so it would be a great education as a coach. And I'm enjoying that fruit of the labor now as a full-time coach. Let's go back to those that want to get a different job and what they need to get out there. First of all, I highly recommend you have a job kit. KIT. Now, some people are there. Well, what's that? I've never heard of that. This is something I've created long ago for myself when I was applying for the schools. It's a folder with a pocket on each side and a little slot for a business card. I created my own business card and I'd have everything color coordinated. So one time my kit was red and all the titles and headings on the resume were red and anything where I had information was red. I think that was for when I was promoting Love Beyond Your Dreams, which is red and orange. So I had the book with me as the author and then my resume with the red titles. It it looked great, very sharp. You'd have your resume, your letters of recommendation, always copied in color. You never give away your originals, but copies. And you have both business and personal letters of recommendation. Any certificates that you have from your training, licenses, newspaper articles, either about you or that you've written. You could have written blog or other articles about your topic. You want to make this full and interesting for people to look at. This is your story when you're interviewing. Now ask yourself, how many people also have a job kit? I can guarantee you, you're going to be the only one. I have been doing this for years. 
I have coached my people on how to do job kits. Everyone that I have coached around jobs has gotten the job that they've wanted. And I'm even talking people with prison records, people with drug and alcohol rehab in their background. They still get the job they want presenting a kit. I also suggest a kit for college students when they're trying to get in a certain school. They're not going to just have the typical thing. And did I do this for Alexi? Yes. When she wanted to go to University of Delaware, she had their shiny red cover with her picture on it and all her accolades from high school. She did very well in high school. Her letters of recommendation, her certificates. And by then she was in the entertainment business singing. So she had a producer friend of mine, a writer from Paramount Studios, who she helped his his son see the Penn State campus up in Erie, PA, and he wrote what a nice girl she was and how outgoing and friendly, even though she never met him or the son, she spent her whole day making sure they were comfortable and knew where to go. That was a letter then from her singing coach who teaches only the top singers in the country. So she had different types of letters of recommendation. The point is, think outside of the box. It's not only where you've worked. Who do you know that has some status? Maybe the governor maybe a mayor, maybe someone who runs a Fortune 500 company and he's writing a letter on his letterhead. Believe me, that Paramount Studios producer and writer for a couple of shows you would have heard of, that stood out. The college entrance counselor said, I've never seen a student interview package like this. And we just smile. This is what I'm talking about. So it's a job kit, a resume kit. It works. Trust me. Okay, second, before your interview, do meditate the entire week and see yourself doing great during the interview and being happy throughout it and seeing yourself celebrate that you got the job. All my clients do this as well. It helps them feel calmer and more secure in the interview. And they are ready. They're psychologically prepared. Next, wear the right interview outfit. Go for solid colors, either navy or black. Do not wear brown or plaids or other big prints. They're really looking to see if you fit into their corporate image of a professional. Now, dress according to the job. For example, I worked for Ralph Lauren himself as executive assistant. Of course, I wore in my polo navy jacket and a white polo shirt and slacks and high heels. I wore the Ralph Lauren image. If you are going for something that's more artsy, then maybe wear a turtleneck and a leather jacket with jeans. If you're going for a bank, you're definitely wearing a pinstripe gray or navy suit with a white shirt and a red tie which we call the power tie. You're dressing according to how you should look at the job. Women should wear simple makeup, have their hair styled and off their face, their nails done in neutral or French manicure colors. Small, simple earrings, only one ring, no bracelet that's clanging around. Wear a skirt or a pantsuit with a skirt at knee level or just a touch above, but not longer or shorter than that. Wear a good dress watch, and the shoes should have a two to three inch heel, not flats or one inch or four inch. That's way too high. They're looking for the classic pump, and most women would know what that means. Okay, not open-toed shoes either, ladies. Closed toe. Okay, men, you're going to wear a sport coat and a button-down shirt or suit and tie. The first is only an example for a more casual job, the suit and tie for something more professional. And make sure it's a good suit. Treat yourself to a good suit. Have it 
custom tailored so it fits you right. Wear nice Italian loafers that are clean and shined. Wear a good dress watch for sure. Make sure your hair is styled. I would not recommend a beard. Be clean shaven, clean cut. And again, you're looking to fit into the image. Next, have real experience and be ready to present ideas to help the business grow. Think outside of the box and have one or two new ideas to suggest that you could do to help the company grow. Now, I have done this in every job that I interviewed for. I'll give you an example. When I needed to get an internship for counseling, I went to Catholic Social Services. I saw that they had no marketing. I said, would you also like me to design a brochure, a business card, a logo, And then I also offered to do a women's group. They said, you would do all that? I said, of course. So here I'm bringing more expertise than just a standard counselor walking in the door. They were very excited about that. When I interviewed in North Jersey, when Lexi had to go up and sing, we had to be up near New York by the studio. So I went in to find another job as a counselor and worked into a big center. She goes, oh my gosh, you have all this marketing things from what I opened in South Jersey. And I said, yes. And she goes, will you do marketing for me? And I said, well, I can do that. I can attend the Chamber of Commerce meetings. I can make presentations to get you into corporations as a corporate therapist. And she goes, oh my gosh, I love this. Well, I'll pay you this much to be the therapist and then I'll pay an extra this amount to be in marketing and promotions. Sold. Okay. So always you have this type of looking to see how you can help grow the business. Next, prepare questions to ask about their company. After you've researched them, have at least three to four questions written down. You don't ask about your hours or your salary, not this first meeting, but be ready to ask something about the corporation. Take them in written down. I always take notes during my interviews. I don't think anything's wrong with that. I think it looks professional. Next, do practice out loud the most common interview questions and have the answers ready. Make sure you have the answer to why should I hire you over someone else. Well, that answer is always my ideas for the company. Well, I could do marketing for you. I could do PR. I could do this. I could do that. And they're like, you're right. I should hire you over someone else. Or this one, I always get asked too, what are your best and worst qualities? Well, my standard answer to that is my best qualities, depending what the job is. You know, if it's something around writing, like I was a copywriter for CBS news station in Erie, PA. That was my first job out of Penn State. I said I got A's in English. I, I was a writer of 200 poems that were published and many articles. And so I had a lot to share for that, but always have the reasons why they should hire you. If I said that's my best quality, I would always say something that's a benefit fit for them as my worst quality. So my answer would be, well, I work so hard and I get so focused on my work sometimes that I do work over. And then sometimes my husband's upset when I go home because I skip dinner. That's a benefit for them, but it may be a negative for me. Do you understand? So that's kind of the way you want to answer that question. It should never be a worse trait that makes you look bad on the job. Okay. So make sure you have that figured out. 
Next, never badmouth anyone or prior company when you're in there. Even if you're looking for a similar job but with a different company, just you could say, I feel I've grown to the, the full extent I can there and I'm looking for the next position higher in an advertising firm. Something like that. But you never want to badmouth anyone. Examine all your social media and remove anything to do with partying, drinking, being loud, political, or irresponsible. They will always look at your social media today. Make sure you've covered all this and corrected everything before you put your resume out there at all. I tell my young people it's time to grow up and get all the partying off of there. Put on some quotes that are motivational and positive. I see some people post, oh, they've had the worst day. They're so depressed. No, don't put anything like that on your social media. You have to look at social media as definitely part of your job search. Next, create an email with your professional name on it, as much as your name as possible. My professional email is rihannamilnagmail.com. Nice and easy, people remember it. If you grew up and as a teenager, you had something like cute one for you at Gmail, definitely want to change that and open up a whole new Gmail account with your professional name as much as you can. Then people will remember it and they know that's you. I say this to my singles too, before they're going out to date or before they're taking professional pictures or posting online, whiten your teeth before the interview because it's psychologically, it makes you smile more. Having nice white teeth makes you look clean, professional, healthy, and younger. Whiten your teeth. I do mine probably three times a year, every four months. Do that on a regular basis. Bosses like friendly, outgoing, high energy people. So smile a lot, be enthused and excited about working for them and say that you are. You would love to work with this company. I know my young Amy, who was 18 when I coached her, she was working at a fast food store for three years as a host. She didn't know what she wanted to do in college. Well, we got that narrowed down to architectural interior design. I said, you don't want to be working there. Don't waste your time. Let's get the grades up. Let's figure out what your major is going to be. Then we're going to get a job around your major. I said, okay, what in your area do you have that would go with architecture and design? She found this major home store, big, well-known. She goes, I love that store. When I go in there, it's my favorite store. I said, that's where you're going to get your job. And she just laughed. She goes, They're not going to hire me. I'm a kid and I have no experience. I said, oh, yes, they will. First thing we're going to do is a job kit. We did that. And she prepared for her interview with me with the questions. She whitened her teeth, saw it in the meditation, everything I'm telling you. She was very enthused. She goes, why she wanted to work for them so much is because she's studying this. This would be amazing for her college resume and give her experience. She would love to work up inside the company, get to know them even better. She researched that there was another one of their stores by the college she wants to attend. She could go from store A to store B when she switches from community to the university college. And she got the job. And I knew she did. I woke up one night with like goosebumps and uh, I texted her the next day. I said, you got the job, didn't you? And she goes, oh my God, I did. It was very exciting to watch her go through this process. But this has happened for so many of my people, so many of my clients. Follow this program. It does work. Get the business card of the person that you talk to and ask if you may follow up. Immediately send a handwritten thank you card right after you leave the interview and mail it that day. You already have it with you, like in your books or in your car. You get the the address. 
you already have the stamp on it. You write it out and you put it in the closest mailbox. That way they get it tomorrow or the next day. You will be one of the very few sending a formal thank you note written by hand. That's still very impressive. I learned that years ago when I had a chocolate company. I was 24 years old and yes, I started it from scratch. I was interviewing for a manager because we had four locations. We got over 200 applications and then I narrowed it down to about 30. And then it was the top four that I brought in and three had written a thank you note out of all those people that wanted to work for me. And I was impressed with those because they noticed the little details. And that's what you want when someone's working for you. Now we have a couple more things here. And then right after the break, I'm going to go into the JLD podcast interview. So hang tight. You want to make sure you hear that. I am your coach, Rihanna Milne, and you're listening to the BBM Global Network. Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rihanna and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a free title and start listening today. It's that easy. Go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rihanna and get started. Why Audible? Well, Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original audio shows, news, comedy, and more from the leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. To download your free audiobook today, just go to audibletrial.com forward slash Rihanna and enjoy your free audiobook. Okay, we're back. This is your Global Life and Love Coach, Rihanna Milne, and you're listening to Lessons in Life and Love. And we are starting business conversations, helping you get the job you really desire or create the business that you'll love. We are finishing up with, if you're applying for a job, what you'll need. Two more points here. After your interview, you want to ask when they might be making a decision. Be sure to call the day before they tell you they're making the decision to tell them you're still super interested. If this is a store, restaurant, or another place you can visit, go over the weekend after the interview, have a bite to eat, say hello to the manager, whoever interviewed you, and you can tell them again you're still super interested. The last one is be sure to be on time and be a bit early for your first day. If you do have a desk, make sure to place a picture of your family on it. Your loved ones, really important. I wanted to talk about just for a second when you ask when they'll be making a decision. Because when I interviewed at the school I worked for in New Jersey, one of them, I worked for several of them as a SAC counselor, there was like four other people out waiting to be interviewed. And I was chatting with them and one had 22 years experiences as a SAC, one had 18. I only did an internship at Atlantic City High School and I never got my final papers of certification because the superintendent lost them and then was fired. Nobody knew where my final paperwork was. Here, everyone had all this experience and I couldn't even prove that I did my internship. Yes, I got a letter of recommendation from my supervisor and then the head of the counseling department. So I had those that told them what a great job I did and I completed it and the paperwork is lost. They're still looking for it, blah, blah, blah. I go in and I interview and I have what's called a brag book, which is on the list under another category. But it shows all the work that I have done in counseling and helping kids and creative programs. 
they interviewed me and I told them some creative things I would do. I would do a talent club to help those with detention and suspension or who were bullying. And those that were in the talent club, if they got suspensions or detentions, they could no longer perform. And I said, I'll get these kids on TV. I'll get them in the newspaper. And I did. The talent club was a huge hit in South Jersey. My school went from major war zone bullying to no bullying. I created a program called Stand Up for Friendship. So they had knew they had a very creative marketing person, talent manager and counselor there. And I was a psychotherapist in private practice. So I wasn't just a SAC counselor. I could bring them all these other things. I could not bring them years of experience. That's the standard in the box thought, right? So what's the thought to think outside of the box, not what I can't do, but what can I do for this school to make a difference? At the end, I said, can you tell me when you're making a decision? Because I have another school that's very interested and I have to let them know. They're like, it's going to be very soon, probably by next week. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, please let me know as soon as you can. And I got up and I walked out. I was almost to the lobby. They're like, Miss Milne, can you come back? So I ran back and I said, did I forget something? They said, come in, come in, close the door. We want to offer you the job on the spot. And we haven't interviewed the other people. So don't go out there and say anything. But we know we want you and we would hope that you say yes to us too. Bingo. There it was. Now, I can't tell you how much thinking outside of the box with creative items that you can bring to the company, how much this works on an interview. Every interview I I interview for, I get the job. Everyone I work with that I coach gets the job that they want. I help them with that creative juice that they need to go in there and come up with things that will help them land that job. If you are looking for a job in a standard position versus creating your own. Now, I'm going to play the interview with JLD, which we fondly call him, which is John Lee Dumas. And I'll give you a brief bio. John Lee Dumas is a host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, or he calls it EO Fire an award-winning podcast where he interviews inspiring entrepreneurs every Monday and drops value bombs every Thursday with over 2,000 episodes and 1.3 million listens every month and a seven-figure income of annual revenue. JLD is just getting started. Visit eofire.com to set your entrepreneurial journey on fire. I love JLD when I heard him speak And I'll go into that a little bit on the interview. So I'll play the interview first and then I'll come back and make some comments. So just hang tight. This is starting for you now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Lessons in Life and Love. This is a very special broadcast because I have a very special friend and guest coach and mentor with me today, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire podcast. I only have a little bit of time to share this amazing man with you today. But first of all, John, I want to thank you for being my coach and helping me launch my podcast. Without you, it would have been impossible. Well, I received that. It truly is an honor. You know, thank you for the kind words you shared about me. And, you know, one of my big missions in life is to help other people get their voice, their message and their mission out to the world. And, you know, from the first time I met you, I was like, I need to help her get this voice out to more people because I know you're going to have a huge impact. You're going to, you know, be a big reason for a lot of people leading better lives, more fulfilled lives, happier lives. So I'm just excited to play a small role in that. 
Thank you. Let me tell my listeners your brief bio here because there's so much to say. But John Lee Doom is is the founder and host of EO Fire, an award-winning podcast where he interviews today's most inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week and seven figures a year in revenue. JLD has shown the world the power of podcasting and prepared to ignite everyone. And I will talk to John about getting a free course and he will tell you a little bit more about that. But I met John at Lisa Satchevich, my business coach, and he was up on stage speaking and shared his story. To me, it reminded me so much of what I help you all with, which is the mindset for success. So, John, could you briefly tell the listeners about your journey to become this amazing entrepreneur when you had so many doubters along the way? I do love the phrase that there's no such thing as an overnight success because there's not. I mean, we, both of us and everybody that we know has achieved success through just layers and layers of failure and struggles and falling down and getting back up and successes and learning and all these different things. It's just the process that we as human beings go through. So, you know, my brief background is I spent the first 18 years of my life in a small uh, town in Maine. Then I went to college on an army scholarship. So I spent the next eight years of my life post-college as an army officer. And I did 13 months uh, in Iraq as a platoon leader as charge of four tanks and 16 men. So like that period of my life was really formative to see, you know, how lucky we are. And when I see people whine and moan and complain about the little things in life, I just go back to that really tough time I spent during those 13 months in Iraq where I was seeing the really tough things that most people get to avoid in life, fortunately. Yes. It really has given me great perspective. So after my time as an officer in the army, I just said, you really want to make a big impact in this world. And by the way, I'll skip over six years of, of failing and struggling, which I had because it's just long, but I just couldn't find my thing until I found my voice. And that voice was, how can I bring the stories and the inspiration of successful entrepreneurs to the world? And that inspired me to launch a podcast back in 2012 called Entrepreneurs on Fire, where I interview the world's most successful entrepreneurs and have them tell their failures, their worst moments, their aha moments, their best moments, and everything in between. And just have a letter from everything that we've done. And, you know, I'm a big believer that we're standing up on the shoulders of giants. You can learn so much from that. Business from 2012 till today has just grown into a consistent seven-figure-a-year net profit business. I'm a big believer, not in just making a lot of money, but and actually being able to keep the money that you make, which is one of the reasons why I moved to lovely Puerto Rico. Very nice. (laughs) Which I love, for sure. But I actually do get to keep the money that I make, which is huge. And to me, um, revenue also is important for a number of reasons. But the biggest thing for me is, like, the amount of revenue you make, I do think, is in direct proportion to the value you're giving to the world. So I think a lot of people shy away from that, and then they shoot themselves in the foot because – Now they can't keep doing what they should be doing because they have to go get some crappy job they hate just to pay the bills. Never be ashamed, never be shy, never be anything except aggressive about really making the kind of money you know you deserve and generating the kind of revenue you know you need to to keep sharing your voice and your message with the world because it will impact people and you'll be able to make a much bigger impact as a result. So I'm just a believer in all of that. You know, being able to help people like yourself and others just like share and amplify their voices Hey, you know, it's my life's mission, so I've been having a great time doing it. It's wonderful. I remember the one part of the story that where you were saying there were so many people that didn't believe in you. They said, go get a nine-to-five job. What are you doing sitting there in a room, speaking in a mic and thinking this is right. to uh, 
help you make something of yourself in the world? And what was the mindset that you stayed with? I know you had the foundation that was strong, but was it believing in your mission? Was it believing in yourself? A little bit of both? It was an Albert Einstein quote that I just read and it just stuck with me from that point going forward, which is, Try not to become a person of success, but rather become a person of value. And I realized in that moment in time was that I had been for 32 years of my life chasing success and I really hadn't given any value to the world. So I said, what if I shifted it on its head and just focus on giving free value to this world in the form of a daily podcast? I did that and it wasn't, again, an overnight success, but here we sit today, over 2,000 episodes published, over a million listens every single month a seven figure a year business and it's worked, but it took that mindset shift. Yeah, it's really phenomenal. And I teach my people always believe in their work, their mission, and it's one day, one step at a time. And there's always going to be the doubters of the world, especially those who seem to love you most, your friends and your family. It's like, hey, what's with this? But if you have the belief in yourself and in your soul, you can make it. And I just want to say John's course is so thorough and he and his partner, Kate, are right there if I ever have an issue or a problem. And I'm going to give you a link to share for that free course. John, you want to talk a little bit about that, that you're offering? Cause it's yeah, just because I am so passionate about getting people's voice out to the world, I wanted just to create a completely free and really consumable course on podcasting. It's called Free Podcast Course, and it teaches you how to create and launch your podcast. So if you just want to learn more about podcasting, zip over to freepodcastcourse.com. You can take that take that course for free, see if podcasting is for you. And to kind of circle back to a point you made that I really did love is, you know, sometimes it is your friends and your family that are those people that even though you want their supports, you don't get it. And a reason for that I found over the years is because if you achieve the type of success that you want to achieve, it's almost like you're holding a mirror up in front of their face and say, hey, John did it, Rihanna did it, Sarah did it, Tom did it, why haven't you? People, they love you, I get it, your family, they love you, but they don't want that mirror in their face. They secretly might be like, oh, just go back doing that nine to five grind so we can both complain about live while we're drinking red wine and watching Real Housewives of New York City. Like, I let's- call it the crab theory. Marilyn crabs are in a barrel. When it's one starting to get out, the other pulls the re- that one down. You know, they want them to be a part of the masses. So it takes a lot of guts to risk and follow your heart, your soul, and live your message. We call that the watch me mindset for success. Ooh, like that. With all the other podcasts, I heard the last number, I think there's 50,000 podcasts out there. What helps you to stay on the top of the charts? Is there any marketing tip you can share or one or two strategies that really worked for you? This right here is a big strategy that a lot of people don't take advantage of. I mean, what a lot of people don't realize, I mean, they realize when they think about it, but they just never think about it, is that podcast listeners listen to podcasts. And so I break one day of my schedule every month. I have one day dedicated to just being on other people's podcasts. Now I have to limit it because, you know, I get asked over a hundred times per month to be on different shows and summits and all these different things, but do have a day blocked off where I typically do between 20 to 25 interviews on other shows. And I do it in a batch format with a limited time format so that I can just serve as many people as possible during that time frame and say yes as many times as I possibly can. I think um, so of course, yes to offers, yes to life, yes to risk. Yes. 
And so being on other podcasts is a great way to grow your own podcast because these are podcast listeners. These are people that are consuming educational, motivational, inspirational content, which is what I produce. So they love your stuff. They might decide to go and listen to entrepreneurs on fire as well. So I tell a lot of people, make it a point. If you're not on five, six, seven other podcasts every other month, you need to make it a point to get over there and have your time to have the spotlight shine on you during these podcast interviews. Because when I'm the host, guess what? It's my guest that has a spotlight. I'm trying to, the light. you need to be able to reverse that sometimes too and have fun doing that. Sure, I agree with you. My business has really picked up the more relationship summits I'm doing, guesting on podcasts. And that's when I said, instead of guesting, I'd like to host my own. I have celebrity guests that have gone through struggle in life and made it. And that's you. I, I think so highly of you. And I talk about you all the time. And Thank I promote you. you. And it's like, now I wanted to bring you to the listeners and to my friends and my tribe so they understand who you are as a person. And like I said, your partner, Kate, she's lovely. And She's lovely. Right there, servicing and helping. So if you're ever thinking of launching a podcast, we're scared to death because you don't know what you don't know, which was my position last May. And I signed up. And I'll tell you, I graduated, John. I finished every module. Yeah. So I did a month ago. You know, it was a lot of content, but I was determined to finish. And then yeah, they you have full access to our Facebook group as well, yeah. myself yeah. and are in there every single day as long as other amazing podcasters. And kind of in closing here, like the thing that I said on Lisa's stage as well, the thing is super important, a point you just made was you went out and you launched your podcast, which is so key because a lot of people might say, well, if that's the case, why don't I just go and be a guest on a lot of other people's podcasts? Like you're really just going to go to somebody and be like, can I please be on your podcast to leverage your platform and your audience and yada, yada. Where's the value exchange there? Now, Rihanna, you have this great podcast, this great platform, this ability to say, listen, I want you on my show to drop some value bombs. And if you're interested, this is what I can bring to your audience. Here's some value exchange here. So now you are in this great position of being able to give value and get value. And you have your platform. You have your voice. You can do whatever you want with it. And it's an exciting time. Yes, absolutely. Well, John, thank you for coming on and sharing your wisdom. I know you're a man running to the next gig. (laughs) (laughs) Again, thank you so much over the past year for all the love and support that you and Kate have given me. I can't thank you guys enough. And I love being in your world and I'm not going anywhere. I'm one of your affiliates and I will always be out there helping you to grow the message. Well, thank you. Believe in themselves and go for what they want to in business or whatever it is they decide to in life. Thank you and keep doing what you do. It's inspiring to watch. Take care. Okay, so that is the brilliant JLD. Fun, fun, fun. We saw each other, John and Kate and I, at PodFest a month or so ago, and we were all at the dance party, hanging out, dancing, having a great time. It's nice in business when you network with people who are really making it in their niche, which we call it their topic area. And then you get to do more business with them as you get to know them. Let's talk about if you're creating your own business and our time is going quickly tonight. So we will be continuing this next week for sure. But let me see what I can get out. If you're creating your own business, be sure you're filling a niche not yet filled. This is super, super important. For example, in my coaching, 
Yes, I am a certified global life and love coach, but there's a lot of coaches out there calling themselves a life coach or a love coach or a relationship coach. So what makes me different? Well, I specialize in those who had past childhood or love trauma, a niche that was not filled when I opened my coaching program. The Model and Talent School up in Erie, PA, what made mine different? I didn't do fashion. I did commercial real people because that's the type of town Erie was. And I had models from five to 85 years old and my seniors were constantly working. My 83-year-old lady, Hildy, she was working all the time, senior banking, senior hospital services. She was on billboards and brochures. I opened with a whole different idea. That's the gold right there, guys. You have to make sure you're finding a niche that is not filled. If you have a position many others have, how can your place of business be different? Now, when I was a psychotherapist in private practice, there's a lot of those too, right? I had jazz music when they came in, candles burning, fine coffees and teas offered, really nice contemporary and comfortable furniture. It was free of clutter where a lot of offices I see are totally cluttered or just so sterile. There's no fun or personality there. I had a loan system for my books and I had such a great selection of books that they could learn with bibliotherapy too. I delivered counseling in a whole different way. It was motivational coaching model with a goal for holistic health and mindset, body and spirit. Also have your programs offered be really different than most or your product be proven to be better in various ways. Because I'm also a certified clinical trauma professional, a psychotherapist, I'm a trauma professional. I worked in the schools with kids of trauma. So there's nobody bringing that level of education and expertise to my topic. And that's why that makes me different and stand out globally. So this is something I do discuss with my life coaching clients that are looking to create their own businesses and what would make them different. So on that note, we're going to go a lot more deeper into this next week. So make sure you join me. I want to leave with this last lesson. It's called Don't Let Go of Hope, and it's by Nancy Sims. Hope gives you the strength to keep going when you feel like giving up. Don't ever quit believing in yourself. As long as you believe you can, you will have a reason for trying. Don't let anyone hold your happiness in their hands. Hold it in yours so it will always be within your reach. Don't measure success or failure by material wealth, but by how you feel. Our feelings determine the richness of our lives. Don't let bad moments overcome you. Be patient and they will pass. Don't hesitate to reach out for help. We all need it from time to time. Don't run away from love, but towards love, because it is our deepest joy. Don't wait for what you want to come to you. Go after it with all that you are, knowing that life will meet you halfway. Don't feel like you've lost when plans and dreams fall short of your hopes. Anytime you learn something new about yourself or about life, you have progressed. Don't do anything that takes away from your self-respect. Feeling good about yourself is essential to feeling good about life. Don't ever forget how to laugh or be too proud to cry. It is by doing both that we live our life to its fullest. And that's by Nancy Sims. I hope you enjoyed tonight's show. We will be doing more of this next week. I will be sharing some of the wonderful wisdom of Napoleon Hill 
from his book, Think of Grow Rich, and from some other masters in the business sector that I love and have followed for years since my young 20s. Okay, love angels and my transformers. That is all we have time for today. I thank you for tuning in. Next week, we're going to cover, again, creating the business of your dreams and advice from the masters, starting with Napoleon Hill. Please tell your friends who you love and care about to join us next week, too. And I appreciate you sharing the love and helping me change the way the world loves. Please also take a moment to give me a five-star rating on the platform of your choice and post a comment on what you liked about the show and what you want to learn in an upcoming episode of Lessons in Life and Love. And you can always listen to the show archives. Go back and listen to what you've missed on LessonsInLifeAndLove.com. There's a new show released every Friday. You can send me your questions at the Lessons in Life and Love show at gmail.com and reach out for a Life and Love discovery session during the week at Rihanna milne.com okay transformers be sure to join me next week at 6 p.m eastern time on the bbm global network.com have your questions prepared to call in and i will answer any questions you come up with as always i am here to help you have the life you desire and the love that you deserve be sure to check out jld's podcast eofire.com this week for some really juicy tidbits on business god bless and have a fabulous week We want to thank you for joining us on this episode of Lessons in Life and Love with Coach Rihanna Milne. Your personal journey of life and love transformation has only just begun. Go to RihannaMilne.com for more resources. And if you're really ready to take action to improve your life or love situation, apply now for a Life and Love Transformation Discovery Session with Rihanna, a $500 value. Just contact Rihanna with your questions and to tell her your story at RihannaMilne.com. And remember, it's time to have the life you desire and the love you deserve.